I'm Kim Grenolds of Dogman.com. Post-practice Sunday afternoon up at Husky Stadium. We had a commitment earlier today in McAllisteen, so busy scrambling, try to get all the content and get you guys the latest and the greatest on the new commit. And then we find out they're moving practice up. So a little bit of scrambling today, but when we did get here, some of the guys we had a chance to talk to, Nick Harris, is he the face of the offense now with no definitive quarterback set up quite yet? Talk to Nick about that and more. Bush Hamden talked about the quarterback situation and a little bit about the scrimmage yesterday. Junior Adam, he talks about following UW even when he wasn't here, as well as some of the things he really needed to get accomplished once he got here. Coach Pete talked a little bit about the scrimmage. Is he willing to play more than one quarterback? Is he willing to play more than two quarterbacks and up to four? All of that included in today's post-practice podcast. Give a listen. Nick Harris. Do you remember any like particular lessons that you like got from them, either just from them talking to you or just watching them? I think just the pride, they, they, the passion they played with, played the game with, and um, how how um, in it they were, and how you know they took it day by day just to get better, and um, just the way that just the way they went about it. Uh, mostly was the thing most I took away from them. Now, in your senior year, was there one thing you got three true freshmen on in that O-line room? Was there, like, what was your first message to them when you first met? Um, Just the mental side of the football. Um, you know, I, t- I mean, I took that next step in my game when I started, t- um, you know, separating myself in the mental aspect of things, you know, to watching film and, you know, uh, watching myself, watching other teams, just the mental side and knowing the playbook. Um, so I try to tell them that and just saying that, you know, when we – when you get that playbook down and when you get that film study down, um, you play faster, you play more confident, um, and you kind of your passion for the game kind of grows a little bit um, just because you know what you're doing and you can just let it loose. So, um, yeah, that was, that was my big message to them when they first came in. I know talking to people who play all sorts of different sports, a lot of people say, like, in the heat of the moment, there's either somebody, one of their teammates they're looking for or just, like, a mental thing. What keeps you focused when you're in the middle before, like, get the call and the crowd is just in your ear uh, I mean just the I mean the love I just have for the game honestly um, you know I've been playing this game since I was six um, and the love I have for it just, keep, just grows every day so I mean just the fact that I'm, I have the opportunity to be out there is why I'm focused I mean I'm not taking it for granted and I love every second I'm out there and you know, being with my brothers and stuff so I mean it was my last season, so I'm definitely trying to, you know, make the best of it every day, and um, you know, hopefully we, you know, put put some good, good stuff together and make a nice little run. I know that everybody on this team talks about sticking to techniques and sticking to routines and stuff. Do you have any of those, like, on a play-by-play basis or a game-by-game game-by-game basis, just like little things for yourself? Um, I think just, I mean, honestly, just staying true to who I am as a player. You know, obviously, I mean, we've, people have gone over millions of times. I'm not the biggest dude. So I got to, you know, refine the things of my game that make me the player that I am. And whether that's, um, you know, the quickness out of my stance, whether that's, uh, you know, the mental aspect of the game, whether that's playing with better leverage, better angles, you know, just knowing the defense a little better. um, You know, I try to, you know, refine that stuff week by week and, you know, try to build on that every day. You talked a little bit about knowing what the defense was doing. I talked to some of the guys over on the defensive side of the ball about diagnosing plays that the offense is running, not necessarily you. Um, 
your team, but the other teams. Can you tell me a little bit about your doing the pre-snap checks on the offensive line and how hard is it to see what the offense is doing and how good at it are you? Um, are you talking about like like our defense or just like in general? In general, just in games. I mean, it's 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 something that's not. It, it just doesn't start on game day. It starts the week prior. Um, you, it's a lot of film, a lot of a lot of film, a lot of watching people's body language, um, watching safety rotation, watching um, little tips they you know the corners and stuff do to the safety. Like it's just so it's so much film study that I think. Um, a lot of people don't really uh, understand goes into playing center, um, so I think I think that's mostly uh, the what what helps me in those and, and you know pre-snap stuff. Um, and I think I've grown over the years definitely. Um, the older I've gotten, the better I've gotten at that stuff. Just because it, I mean that stuff doesn't happen overnight. It's just it's a it's a year by year thing because that's that stuff takes experience. It takes reps. It takes um, a lot of film. So. Um, I think I've I think I've gotten pretty good at it over the years. People talk about Nick being not only a tough guy but being a smart guy. When you're taking a look at that, you're making line adjustment calls, or you think you know what's coming before the snap. How often are you right? Uh, I don't I don't know I, I don't know. I mean, I, I try to be. You know, I, I aim to be. Um, I, there's definitely been times where there's definitely been games where I've been on on more than others because um, uh, you know some teams you know have disguise their stuff a little bit better than others so um, but you know yeah it happens but I think I think I've done a good job in that stuff when you have a game like the Apple Cup last year it just looks like you throw everything out the window I mean was it easier in a game like that to tell what was coming real yeah, I mean kinda you know it, when you play a defense like that I mean they're you know they got guys flying around and they play fast and you know it's better just to, you know, just go back to your fundamentals. You know, try not to get so caught up in the movement and all that stuff. Just go back to the basics with that, with those type of defenses. So that's kind of the the mode we were in playing that. One more. Just before the season started, did you realize you were going to have this many media obligations yourself? Um, you looking forward to it for the season? You know, I I kind of had an idea just because you know Jake kind of was that guy last year and. With the situation that we have, I mean, with the quarterback competition, there really is no face of the offense at the moment. So I guess that's kind of me at the moment. So, so you're the face of the offense. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm the face <laughs> of the offense, but I'm just saying like there's really no quarterback. So I'm like the next. You know, I'm just like the, the Trump guy. They just throw me in and like here, just answer some questions. So I'm gonna watch Jake tonight. Yes, I am. Bush Hamden. You gotta have different questions this time, though. Well, since we Come didn't on, get to see this is number three, man. <laughs> since it we didn't can't get be the same <laughs> since we didn't get to see yesterday, how was yesterday? Were you, did you guys come out of it unscathed? Good, yeah. You know, I think uh, guys were healthy. Got a lot of situational football in. Um, anytime you can get them in that environment, make it as close to a game as possible, the better. So at this point in fall camp, what do you mean by situational football? Yeah, I think just the whole operation. You know, from from driving over here in the morning to feel that anxiety before a game. Uh, to have fans out here, you just you never know how guys are going to react, and we got to train that. You know, everything we're doing is to get them to play it at their best level when we need them, and so I think that whole the whole mental side of it was great there. So, and be candid for us when you watch the tape, that how well do you feel like they reacted given that whole the stress of that whole environment? Yeah, good, good, good things, good and bad, like always. You know, I think uh, execution-wise, uh, a lot of really good things. Yeah. You know, and so 
Um, we're excited from that standpoint. It always comes now in camp when you got more than enough for four game plans probably in for them to process it and understand the details to get it done. Are you going to announce the quarterback or is Coach Pete? Uh, Coach Pete will. <laughs> how, how are you feeling so far about Feel how good, things man. are going? These, these guys are playing well at a high level, and I, I think I've I've said that about this this situation is – these four guys are getting better. We feel good about that, and that also includes the young guy, Dylan Morris. I think we've asked, him, asked you, too, about the balance of getting the game plan ready at the same time, trying to give these guys enough reps in a competition where they feel like they've had a fair shot. Sure. How, how do you feel like that's balanced out? Yeah, we feel, we feel we've, we, we've done as good a job as we can with it. And I think, uh, you know, yesterday, certainly each of those guys getting about 30 to 40 reps was a, was a huge bonus. And, uh, again, we think they're playing well, and, and this will be interesting. And it's, how different did Jacob Eason have it compared, you know, at, at Georgia compared to what he's looking at here with with you guys and and what you are expecting him to try to do? Um, I mean, I'm sure you probably yeah. looked at some film sure. of him when he played as a freshman. Sure, uh, I think offensively uh, we're probably not that far off, to be honest with you, and schematically what we're trying to do. Uh, both programs pride themselves on downhill run game and action off of it, and uh, and so I just think uh, maybe the situation with that he walked into there. Obviously, we're fortunate to have a, a, a group of talented quarterbacks, and, and so for him, the, the competing for that is, is probably a little different. I was always curious, too, without uh, Jacob Kaiser, how have the tight ends been able to kind of fill that role, especially in that downhill running game? Guys like Culp or yeah. Westover, how have they been able to help Hunter Bryan and Kate Otten? Yeah, I think uh, they've done a great job. I mean, the two guys you mentioned, Culp and Westover, have had to take probably more reps than anybody in camp. Uh, Corey Luciano has been a phenomenal surprise for us as well, just being there and being able to carry that load. Those guys have done a really, really good job. Again, uh, interested to watch those guys when, when we go for real. What was the what was the hope when you guys moved Luciano? Because I know that when we asked Pete about it and he said, yeah, the first thing I heard was Corey was catching passes. He's like, no, 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 that's not what we're asking him to do. Yeah. Yeah, certainly I think, you know, anytime you get into a situation where you could be low, um, you have your plans ready, your group's ready to still be able to have a package that can, uh, whether you have to go a whole game with it, a half with it, a quarter with it, whatever it is. And so he's been uh, he's been doing a really nice job kind of dual training and going from there. And, and Devin, I mean, he what did he gain, like 30-plus pounds in the offseason? Yeah. When you see a guy transform his body quite like that, what are the expectations? Yeah, Devin's got a high ceiling, man, and he's really done a nice job. We think he's practicing well, did a really nice job uh, yesterday. And so we just that's a guy we're just staying positive with. He's got to continue to improve one day at a time and see where he's at. And yesterday, in terms of the scrimmage and whatnot, were there some guys in particular that you really – you know, kind of spotlighted, especially in the past game, that you're trying to maybe get going and, and really kind of catalyze them and and, uh, and 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 push them a little harder. You know, not, I wouldn't say uh, a ton. I mean, again, we're very aware of when we do one-on-ones, making sure we're getting certain plays with certain guys who are in there. But I think for the most part, you know, from a schematic standpoint, trying to keep it as vanilla as possible, see who can just go play fast, use their fundamentals, and and, and compete. Also, I was going to ask real quick. The, with the second center after Nick, I mean, he's so solid. But with Norgard out, you guys have asked Henry Roberts and, and Matteo Mele to kind of pick up the slack there. How has that progressed? Yeah, I think it's always a work in progress. I think those guys are doing a good job. They really are throwing a lot at those guys. Um, you know, there's nothing like having that guy that's taking a ton of snaps and, and can see it, make the calls quickly, and, and operate. So those guys have done a really good job, and uh, we think we can build some depth of that position. Perfect. Thanks, Bush. Thanks. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Junior Adams. What what you remember of, of getting to know him and, and oh, sort of what cheek. your impressions were of him as a high school player? So Cheek, I know Cheek all the way back to when I was at Eastern Washington. Um, and I think he was probably like a freshman or a sophomore. And I used to go through there all the time and recruit, you know, some, a couple of his, his buddies now. They were a little bit older. Cheek was always the younger one out of that group, all of those guys. And um, I would go to school, and he will be, like, sitting in the classroom doing schoolwork, you know, like at lunch or something with, uh, with a friend of mine who was, his, was uh, I want to say, the offense coordinator at the time. And, um, but, I mean, he was just, you know, I was, when I remember Cheek and just watching him play as a high school player, he was um, he's one of those kids that um, – Looks like he's been doing it since he was like six, seven years old. You know what I mean? That's it's like it came so easy for him. Every time he touched the ball, it was it was it was everyone was on the edge of their seat, or and it was a touchdown. You know what I mean? I never forget the game I went to. Um, they go recruit one of his buddies. I think he may have been a junior, and I was at Eastern Washington, and and he took the opening punt back. You know, he did. They were on defense. They they stopped him. The other offense went three and out, and they punted to Chico. And next, you know, it was a, it was a touchdown. So, I mean, that's just that's how I remember Cheek, and then then we got the boy, then I got the Boise, and then and um, this is before Washington offered him at the time, and uh, so me and Eli Drinkwitz had to go into the school, the offense coordinator, and and we're like, you know, we already had him set up, we we're gonna do a home visit and everything, and I had a good relationship with Cheek, and he come, we come in there, I'm like, hey man, you ready for the home visit tonight or what? And uh, he's, you know, Cheek, ah. Uh, Ah, uh, you know, I don't think yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna do it. I don't think I'm doing. I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna go to Washington. And I was like, oh, I mean, that was that was stab me in the heart because I, I I know the kid since he was in ninth grade. So, but no, it's it's a pleasure to be around Cheek. It's, it's I mean, you know how it is. Life comes full circle sometimes, man. And and um, it's awesome to be with Cheek here. I mean, when you walk in the door and you know somebody that you recruited, you had a good relationship with, um, that makes the transition a little bit easier. Um, and since being here, he's been awesome. We have a good relationship. He's been good to me, and he's in my office. We talk a lot. We talk. It's not about football. It's you know, it's bigger than that. So, no, it's, it's fun to be able to be able to coach Cheek. He mentioned your disappointment when he told you he was decided on Washington. Oh uh, yeah, I was hurt. So, what was the feeling like for you to be reuniting with him here then? Nah, it's good. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know it happens, right? It's yeah. good. No, it's good. It's good. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to be here for starters and and to be able to walk in again and see a guy like Chico, you know, and always wanted to coach him and and here I am you know Chico's made made my job a lot you know a lot more easier um I can lean on him for some things and you know, it's just it's been fun he also mentioned how much you helped him when he was coming back on the field this season mm-hmm. after last year um he said you mentioned that you've gone through some adversity in college too what did you say to him to kind of help him out getting back on the field um you know I said that you know I can't rem- remember the words but um Again, it's bigger than football, you know, and I think that, you know, he has, I look at it as it's a, it's a relationship and for us to have, you know, a prior relationship, we have a, you know, we're, we're really close. I just told him, man, things happen. It's, it's a new slate. Um, I'm here to help you. 
you know, and, and if anything comes up, if you got anything on your mind, I'm here for you, you know, and, and, you know, the most, the thing about it is we make this things enjoyable, you know I mean? Like he's been doing this thing since he was eight, six years old. And this is what comes easy. Playing on the football field has come easy, but if, um, you know, life is what's hard sometimes, so. I told him I loved him, too. I told him I loved him, yeah. As somebody who's known him for so long, is he still the same still the same kid that you knew back then? Yeah, he's just older now, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, last time I remember, he was, like, he was a little guy, you know what I mean? A little Chico. He was, like, the freshman. And everyone, you know, he had all these older kids yeah. in front of him. But he was always a special one. He was always quiet, you know, always smiling, you know, his big old smile. And now he's a joy to be around. I've always liked being around Chico, and he's such a good kid. A good man now. Is he a guy that you kind of remembered and kept tabs on after that? Always. Well, I mean, I kept tabs on University of Washington for a long time. I've always, you know, even when I was, when you know, when Pete left Boise to come here, you know, obviously when I was at Boise, I followed Washington, obviously with the ties there. And then, you know, when I left to go to Western Kentucky, I've always, you know, I've always been a big fan of, a big fan of Pete. You know what I mean? So, and then they got Chico, obviously. And But, I mean, I knew all these, I knew who these kids were before I even, these guys were before I even got here. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I knew exactly who they. You know, I watched them play a ton. Of, I watched every game, and I was on in this in Kentucky. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just I probably watched every game for the last four years. You know, so I was very familiar. Now that you're getting the chance to coach him, what's mm-hmm. it been like? What's he like to coach? Oh, he's been awesome. He comes to work every day. I tell you what, Chico's probably one of the first ones on the field too. That's 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 a good sign. Um, and he goes hard every day. He plays hard. He's 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 catching the football and he's playing the game with a smile on his face. Do you know what I mean? And I think when you're, when you're playing the game with a smile on your face, it's gonna everything's gonna fall into place for you. Thanks, Junior. Mm-hmm. Junior, is that an object lesson on just how you don't ever stop recruiting kids? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's. I wouldn't say it's that. I don't. I don't. I just build relationships, man, and be who I am. Yeah, but I think that's maybe something that fans don't understand is that mm-hmm. a lot of this is more about relationships than actually it's about relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and connecting. Yeah. That's what it's about. I was gonna say when you. I wanted to ask you because I hadn't been able to talk to you this fall, but I was curious when you came here, and I know you don't want to you know, criticize the people that were here before you, but usually when I've talked to coaches that have come in, they always have two questions. Who recruited these guys and who was coaching them? Because mm-hmm. there's always things that they're critical of. Mm-hmm. What did you feel need to get, needed to get cleaned up immediately? Because I know you had recruiting on your mind when you first came in, mm-hmm. but when you came to the guys in the room, what, what was important for you to fix? Um... I wouldn't say fix. I just again, I just I think the biggest thing I want to do is come in and connect, you know. And I, and I think that's you know, we don't really sit here and you know, you go to all these places and you coach all these places, you know, the, you don't really walk in thinking like you need to connect. And I think I've made that mistake in my past. I you know I've, I've been places where I didn't connect right away, and and that and that ended up not being good situations. And that was more of my that's more of my fault. So my most important thing was I wanted to come in here and I wanted to connect. I wanted to try to fit in. I wanted to connect with these wide receivers. I wanted to connect with this coaching staff. To me, that was the most important piece because football is going to fall into place. Don't want you to give up any trade secrets, Mm-mm. but were there a couple things that you felt like you could do right away that would help you in that kind of, kind of connection process? Mm, be me. Just be me. I mean, I know it's probably you're probably like, oh, it's one word, it's lame, but no, seriously, just uh, just be me, be authentic. Um, that's what Coach Peterson hired me to be. He didn't hire me to be anybody else. He hired me to be the best version of myself. And like, I know a lot of these guys like to take those guys out to their houses, have yeah. barbecues, oh, yeah, things like that. that. You do all that. Oh, yeah, I've done all that stuff. I mean, I had them over for Easter. Um, we went bowling this summer. Um, 
she, they, they're always, I mean, like, seriously, I, I come home sometimes, I'm like, hey, dinner at my house tonight or something. They'll beat me to my house, and they'll be, I walk in there on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know? Yeah, I don't even, I mean, I see their cars, but they're, I mean, they're on my couch. They're, they're awesome, man. They're fun. We got a really good relationship in that room. Who, who was the guy that maybe you connected with the earliest and maybe kind of set the the tone for the room in terms of the, the relationship part well, of I think I think, you know, I've, I've been in a situation several times with taking jobs. I think, you know, I always, my main thing was when I walk in the building and I'm, you know, taking over another room is, I want to reach out to those seniors, you know. So, you know, it was you know Andre, it was it was Fuller, it was you know Pounds, you know it was Chico. I mean, those are the ones I need to go and I need to get to instantly. Those are my first phone calls, yeah. you know. Those are the first guys I'm talking to. So, you know, and those guys that you know, I can't I can't um, thank them enough for how welcoming they made me feel. I was gonna say, I mean, we can ask them about that, mm-hmm. but from your perspective, how did that kind of first round of meet and greet kind of go for you? It went good. It went really good. I mean, I mean, we're having fun now, so first impressions matter, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no, yeah, exactly. so and we got a long way to go. So You got obviously a ton of talent in that room, mm-hmm. and I know Coach Pete is fond of saying it's a seating chart, not a depth chart, because mm-hmm. it's so fluid and yeah, everybody's going so everywhere. Fluid. When you go through a full scrimmage like you guys did and you're starting to you know break out the film, and now you're starting to almost get to the point where you're game planning mm-hmm. uh, for the first game, Where's the balance between where you feel like you need to start setting some depth and, and where you think you still need the competition always, to keep going? It's always, you know, it's always competition, you know. I mean, and I think, you know, everyone has their role, and, and that's, what we're, that's what we're practicing for, to see who can be consistent, um, who can be, you know, who can be, you know, the guys when, you know, when, the, when the game's on the line, who's going to get the ball in third down, who are we going to throw to, who are we gonna, who's going to be the guy when the game's on the line. Um, who we're gonna throw to? I mean, and there's, you know, you got you got good senior leaders in that room to be able to do that, and you got guys, younger guys that um, that are battling their, their their rear ends off. Puka Nakua's having a good camp. Jordan Chin's having a good camp. Austin Osborne's having a good camp. Marcus Spiker's made some plays. I mean, all these, you know, there's there's so much there's so much um, depth in that room that you know, in, in competition, it, it, it all sort itself out. But um, you know, just trying to. You know, see who's going to what roles everyone's going to play, and we got a few weeks to make before that happens. I know so much has been made about that redshirt freshman group with Trey and Austin and and, 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 and Spike and mm-hmm. all those guys. Do you feel like this is their this is their year to shine? I mean, they they all get a chance to redshirt, they all mm-hmm. get a chance to get bigger, faster, stronger. Mm-hmm. But where do you feel like those guys are in their development? Um, I, I mean, obviously they're they're still young and and they're getting better each day. Um, they got a lot more room for improvement, but I, like I said, I think those guys have all made plays this camp I mean from Austin to Trey to Marcus I mean Marcus made a play today up the sideline Trey Lowe's made some plays the other day in the scrimmage he's had a pretty good camp down the field catching balls down the field um Austin Osborne has been really you know for the most part has been consistent goes hard plays hard catches the ball well um so you know we'll see how this this thing sorts itself out with so many guys in front of them Mm-hmm. Is it is it almost impossible to say whether or not a guy like Apuka or a guy like Taj can Mm-mm. can break through and, and make it? It's not because they're both having good camps too. You know what I mean? Puka's really playing well right now. Yeah. So, yeah, Puka's right. playing good too, yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right, good talk. Appreciate you. it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, good to see you guys. He doesn't mean it. <laughs> I don't know who the quarterback is. They're making progress. Um, they really have. Um, I think the thing that's been really pleasing is all four of those guys have done a nice job. And I said that earlier. And it's just nice to see those guys, everybody there playing at a high, higher level. And uh, in some ways, it doesn't make our job any easier figuring this out. But it's probably a good problem to have. What takeaways can you give us from the scrimmage yesterday? Um, boy, a lot of good work. Um, I thought we tackled fairly well for a first scrimmage. I think a lot of this drill stuff that we're, we're doing and that's not real football is, is paying off. Um, but with that being said, playing more real football with the, the, the refs out there, a full crew of them, um, you know, that was, that was really good to have. Having a play clock, all, everything showed up. And um, so it was really good to get that on tape and try to recreate that again here in the next few days. But I thought it was really good. We, I think we had about 90, 90 plus plays of live scrimmage. Um, and then we probably had 50 plays on top of that where we weren't totally live, but we're doing some other stuff that was pretty good. So we, we got really good work yesterday. At what point this time of year do you like to start shifting reps to the guy who's going to be your starter? Well, I have no idea if you talk, you guys don't want to talk about the quarterback, but we got a lot of guys that were juggling positions and all that. And so, you know, we get a little bit further down this week, there'll be some reps cut from other guys that, you know, everybody's kind of getting reps right now. And, and that'll change later in the week. Quarterback wise, I, I don't know, you know, we're, we're going to play this thing through this week and kind of see where we are. And, Figure it out from there. How, how do you feel just being, you know, less than two weeks away from that first game, and you know, going to need the last week of practice and then game week? How, how do you think the team's coming along, and, and how do you feel about yeah. going into Eastern? Um, seems like it's a long ways away in some ways. You know, I know it'll be here before we know it, but it just seems like we got a lot of a lot of practice and left to do to be where we want to be for that first game. But I do, I will say this: this crew has worked really, really hard. It hasn't always been as clean as we've liked it. But there hasn't been an issue at all, ever, of any sort of effort. And we got to go harder. We got to pick it up. And we've been at it for a while. So that's that's been good. We just got to get better. And if they stay with the same effort and attitude and all those things, we will. As far as freshmen, you know, obviously Cam <clears throat> Williams did a lot in the spring to impress. But outside mm -hmm. of him, have there been other freshmen that have kind of stood out or that mm -hmm. have, you know that have mm -hmm. really shown to you? Yeah, I mean we got a we got a handful of them that I think are doing some good things. I think Layouto is doing a really nice job. Uh, I think uh, Trent McDuffie's doing a, a nice job. He's going to be right there for some playing time. I think Puka is doing a good job at the receiver position. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, maybe a linebacker or two in there as well. So there's a lot of guys that are making some progress there. We're going to play some freshmen this year for sure. Well, I mean we're going to play a lot of four games. But I think we're planning on not thinking four games for for a handful of these guys. How would you assess the special teams play so far in camp? Yeah, um, we've been working really hard. <laughs> hard to know because a lot of it isn't live, and if it is live, um, it's not a lot of live reps at it. And so we get so much more work on the offense-defensive side of things in terms of trying to clean that up. 
but I do think we're making some progress. Our kicking game, our, our kickers were really, really good yesterday uh, from our punters to our field goal kickers. I think we, you know, probably, uh, I think we probably had around 10. We had some live that were mixed in in the scrimmage that were just, you know, kind of a play it situation. And then we had some at the end where it was just field goal work. And if we had 10, we might have missed one um, all day. So it was really a, it was really an effective, probably our, our best day kicking the ball. So speaking of that, just how has Peyton Henry kind of progressed and what do you like about his temperament and just everything that he brings yeah, to the table? I've always, enjoyed, I've always really liked his temperament, um, you know, for that kicker position for sure. He's, he's pretty calm and even keel. And, uh, you know, but but cares tremendously. And so, but I think it's been really good. Like, I think competition's a good thing. And, you know, Tim Tim's done a nice job since he's been here from where he started to where he, he's getting more settled in, getting more confident. And I think that's, you know, I think those guys push each other and, and kind of elevating each other's game. Jimmy Lake's obviously uh, highly prized around here. Um, what's, what's unique about the way that wheels turn in his brain and yeah. how he's able to communicate that to Yeah, I just think he's a, you know, a really good teacher. I think that's, I mean, I think that's obvious. But I think that's the thing that jumps out, you know. He just teaches the game and the position really, really well. And, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, who his guys are. They all seem to kind of get what we're doing. It can play fast and can play at a high level. Um, and so, you know, I think that's the first thing. And, the guys relate to he relate he relates to the guys really well, and then, you know, I think the results speak for themselves. So then he's got the he's got all that going for it, and it's a it's a nice um, nice situation to have back there. How's the personality of the wide receiver room different with Junior Adams? Is he doing some things different that the other guys in the past haven't? And just what's different about it? Well, it's it's I mean that's you know it's just apples and oranges. You know it's just. We're doing the same stuff, but it's his personality, and he puts his spin on things. And, um, you know, I think so much has to do in, in all this coaching thing, whether we're talking about Coach Lake or uh, Junior Adams. It's, you know, it's, it's all about connection with the kids. You know, it's about me. You know, how do, how do I connect with the guys? And if we don't connect with them, the message just goes right over. And, and then that, that connection thing is just so important because, you know, we're, we're doing real football and real life. There's going to be hard things to work through, and if you, you don't have that good connection, you can't push them through these hard times. And um, so that's, I think, one thing that um, you know that's nice in there. I think he's for being here a short time. I think he's connecting well to those receivers. What's he do that's really good? What's that one thing that Junior does that just makes him a good coach? Um, you know, I don't know if there's any one thing that anybody does, but. Um, you know, I, I think it's probably the connection. I mean, I, I think he connects well to the staff and he connects well to the players. Um, if there's any one thing, that's probably it. But you also got to know what the heck you're talking about football-wise, drill-wise. He's played the position, so he obviously has some credibility there as well. I mean, all those little things add up. With Hunter Bryant, you know, he's always had that athleticism, but where is he better now in terms of either technique <clears throat> or maturity or, or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, you know, I think experience, there's no substitute for experience. You can have all kinds of ability. And you can get away with that for a while, and that carries you a long way. But if you're going to really raise your game, you really got to have that experience. And so now he's been here a little while and seen what we do and played in big games and all that. And, uh, you know, I think it's the biggest thing, just getting getting more and more familiar with 
the speed, the tempo, the, the nuances of whether it's blocking as a tight end or running routes, because he hasn't done a, a whole lot of that before he got here as a, as a tight end. Did you ever <clears throat> into a game or season with the intent to play two different quarterbacks? If that was our best chance to win, absolutely. Are you considering that? If that gives us our best chance to win, absolutely. I'll, we'll consider four quarterbacks if that gives us our best chance to win. <laughs> Write that one down. How, how do you square that with, I mean, you've said before, you, you don't want your starter looking over his shoulder, worried about making mistakes. We'll, we'll, set, the, we'll set the deck as we go into it so everybody knows what the, what the playing rules are. If there's you know, one guy, it's one guy. And if there's three guys, it's three guys. And we'll say, you're playing this and you're playing that. And, you know, we'll, we'll make sure we take care of that. So go ahead, headlines. We're playing four. And <laughs> right. Okay. Thanks, All right. Jake, Jake's playing tonight. You're going to get I heard back and that. watch it? Uh, what do we got tonight? Well, I'll see it one way or another. I'll put TiVo in there. Is that still a thing, TiVo? <laughs> <laughs> whatever. No. Tape it. Yeah. yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> He'll be out for the season. Uh, hurt his knee. And Josh Calvert will be out for the season. He hurt his knee, too. And they did it a little while ago. It wasn't in the scrimmage or anything. So both those guys are out. Thank you.